Welcome to Impact Empowered, the podcast that enables leaders in social impact to amplify their message and boost the influence of their programs of confidence and agility. Fueled by a network of changemakers, you will hear from your peers and industry experts on best practices, tips, and trends. Whether you're just getting started or a seasoned professional looking to adapt and scale, we are here to inspire and empower your philanthropy. In each episode, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of current trends in philanthropy and share cutting-edge ideas from CSR leaders like you. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how Comcast NBC Universal upholds their long-standing commitment to diversity, inclusion, and keeping people connected to what matters most. Hi, everybody. Welcome. My name is Lisa Watkinson. I'm a senior client executive at CyberGrants. Um, we are thrilled to have you here today uh, with Comcast, and we have a leader from Comcast Community Impact Team, Alex Solarian, on the phone with us today. Um, just a brief intro on Alex. She manages Comcast employee engagement practice, as well as the enterprise technology transformation and data and, and analytics. For your reference, Comcast employee engagement program includes all aspects of volunteerism, employee giving, board, ser board service, and the mentorship portfolio. Additionally, her team shapes the future of employee engagement by leveraging innovative technologies that make it easier for Comcast employees to give back to the communities that they live in, work in, and care about. And prior to joining Comcast Community Impact Organization, Alex has managed a portfolio of digital tools for employee communications, serving all of the Comcast employees across the country. Her background also includes experience in management consulting and several government innovation roles that have ignited her passion for giving back and serving the community. Personally, I've had the privilege to work alongside Alex, uh, who is truly an innovator and driving force today, and we are so excited to have you. Um, so thank you for being here, and we're looking forward to learning more about your journey uh, to mobilize this year in these unprecedented times, um, and how you can re how you are um, rebuilding stronger and more inclusive communities. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's such a pleasure to be here, and it's good to um, to be here with everyone. Looking forward to this conversation. Wonderful. So uh, 2020 has certainly been an interesting year um, for everyone, and I know Comcast has had a tremendously busy summer. Um, with a um, number of exciting announcements, and you guys have been working really hard on some new initiatives. How is everybody doing, and, and what's what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a busy summer, and and I would say, you know, I'm sure I can speak for most folks on 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 this call that this has been a completely unusual year for for us as it has for for everyone else. And you know, as you can imagine, nobody anticipated the pandemic right coming our way earlier in the year. Um, and everybody literally had to pivot and shift pretty much our whole reality, right, into into this new world of, of virtual and, and unknown and unprecedented. Um, and then, of course, later in the summer, uh, you, you, looking at the, the social justice events and I should say social injustice events and, and responding to that as well. That's had a huge effect on, on our team, our leadership team, our employees and really the fabric of the organization. So I'd say you know, everyone is 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 doing as good as expected under the circumstances, and and of course, um, given given the environment that we're all having to navigate. But uh, I, I'd say, as a as an organization overall, we have been fairly flexible and able to pivot 
um, and quick to actually take action to, um, you know, around some of the events that have taken place and uh, and really implementing some really cool programs to um, to shift the conversation and the narrative. That's great. Yeah, I would love to dig into a number of those those things today that that you just described. So. Um, specifically on the social justice or injustice front, um, can you share with us, I know there's been some really exciting announcements um, from from the the highest levels at Comcast, um, how that's taken shape and evolved. I know that's a pretty big topic for many organizations we're working with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So in in the June timeframe, Quickly after after the George Floyd um, events, we as an organization um, with Brian Roberts as our CEO have made a a pretty substantial commitment, a multi-year commitment of $100 million across our brands, right? Comcast, NBC Universal and Sky and really putting a stake in the ground around our commitment to to really end and, and have an impact on ending structural racism. Um, and really our commitment to create a space and more of an equitable and, and, and inclusive society. Um, so that's been kind of the part of this broader 100 million investment and commitment over the course of the three-year period. Through that conversation, we've really, uh, really crystallized the focus of our organization and those key core pillars that we wanted to, uh, to play a role in. Um, so as you can imagine, you know, from a social justice lens, we obviously partnered with a lot of, uh, of key national organizations that are helping change the narrative around social justice. Um, organizations such as the National Urban League and the Equal Justice Initiative, um, the NWACP, uh, Community Action Fund, and, and a lot more, to, and, and that's just to name a couple, but, but really looking to partner with some of the core power players in the space. Um, on top of that, of course, we realize that our employees and our workforce are the heart of our company. Mm-hmm. So we've taken uh, a, a kind of a big stand on focusing on our employees, really accelerating the the um, DNI work that that our um, company has been has been focusing on for many years now, but accelerating all of that work, taking it to the next level, um, and of course looking at uh, you know advancement when it comes to our workforce hiring practices, training our workforce, listening to our employees, most importantly. Uh, The other key angle um, behind that commitment uh, uh, also focuses on our media media assets. So we have a big focus on media uh, awareness and education and really looking at how do we leverage all of our media assets. Of course, as you know, NBC Universal is part of our family of companies. Um, and how do we leverage this media access to amplify those key voices, right? Whether it's highlighting Black voices or highlighting Black stories uh, or helping really educate our audiences around a diverse and inclusive perspectives. Um, so, so that's kind of the media awareness piece and leveraging those assets from, from the NBC and Telemundo side. Another huge focus for us is uh, our commitment to digital equity, and that is definitely something that the bread and butter, so to speak, of Comcast and who we are and really leveraging our assets and our superpowers. And this, the digital equity piece has been a long-standing commitment for us over the years, but now looking at continuing to amplify that need and really addressing digital inequalities, which, as we all know, are, are of course, disproportionately 
affecting those communities of color. So how do we play a role there um, given our assets? And last but not least, I'll quickly talk about the small business opportunity and, and, and that is a, a, as a core area as well. So really looking at the small businesses that have been impacted throughout this year, especially given uh, COVID, right, and the impact of the pandemic. So looking at how can we play a role in, in helping some of those local businesses succeed. And thrive. Um, so those are really kind of the key key pillars that that we focused um, on. So uh, you know, social justice, digital equity, our workforce, leveraging our our media assets, and then of course the small business piece. That's that's amazing. Um, and to do it so quickly, and you know, we're only uh, right out of the summer. How how are your employees responding to some of these programs, and how you're um, you know working through these pillars? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say extremely positively. And and I think the the first piece that employees acknowledged was the, the timely manner in which as a as a company we we pulled all of our assets and our force together and 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 came up with a thoughtful approach, right? And and we wanted we wanted this to be something that's substantial and thoughtful and true to us. And a lot of these pieces as you can see our commitments that we have had over over the years, over many years, and this was really an opportunity to continue to amplify that conversation. So I would say mm-hmm. employees have appreciated those commitments, both on the COVID front as well as on the social justice front. Um, the other piece that that we pride ourselves uh, on at Comcast is really listening to the voices of our employees and making sure that we are having conversations with our employees and hearing their their thoughts, their feedback. So this commitment actually prompted a series of internal conversations. In some cases, you know, very transparent, hard to have conversations where we kind of put it all on, on, on the table, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have the culture as such that we can folks feel, feel free to do so. Uh, but really putting the conversation on the table and having an open and honest conversation um, sharing our employees' feedback and, and making sure that our senior leadership um, hears that feedback. So, so that was, uh, you know, another another really positive outcome of all of this work. And I, I would also say um, internally, our employees are very passionate and committed to this work, uh, and they want to help. And they're they're pleased with kind of the direction the company is going, but they want to be part of that conversation, of course. Mm-hmm. So we actually stood up. Um, an internal DEI council, which is purely made up of employees throughout the company and, and really giving them uh, yet another opportunity to amplify their voices and hear their voices and then take action on them. That's that's terrific. Are you, um, how, how are you planning whether um, now you're looking at the impact knowing that some of these things have been longstanding and are now sort of taking or amplifying as you will, how are you planning to assess the impact moving forward? What are some of the yeah, people? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I would say it's, it's a multitude of data points and, and data is, is near and dear to, to our hearts uh, for sure. And it's a, it's a multitude of, of data points. I mean, you know, anywhere from our Internet Essentials program, right, and, and, and looking at how many low-income families are we connecting to the Internet. And as you know, we've made quite, quite a few commitments over the summer uh, around that program and making really make it easy for, for folks that do not have access to the internet to, to get it through our Internet Essentials program. Um, so, so from a data perspective is looking at, you know, how many families are we connecting? And, and 
and just looking back and that is not 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 a new practice for us right and just looking back at over the years um, since we actually launched the internet uh, essentials program in 2011 we connected more than 8 million low income households um, via internet essentials so that that's definitely a lever that will will play very close attention to um, the partnerships we have locally, right, whether it's with schools or nonprofit organizations and the impact that those those organizations are having on the communities. Um, we're taking a hard look internally at our data, right, when it comes to our workforce. So, for instance, uh, you know, as of the end of 2019, for example, 44% of our employees were people of color. So continuing to look at that dial and look, look, look at that data, um, you know, 35% of employees were women, looking at our board of directors even and, and making sure that there's a healthy distribution there as well. So as of the end of last year, half of our board was made up of women or people of color. So those are just a couple of the dials that we're, we're keeping a close tab on. Of course, there, there's a multitude of, of data points that, that constitute success, which we're, we're, we're taking a very close look at, but those are just a couple of the, of the key measure points. That's great. And um, I appreciate your point on the data. I know in our work together that your organization and you are wildly focused on the data um, and how to engage employees. Can you tell us a little bit around uh, your employee engagement strategy broadly? <laughs> absolutely yes yes absolutely and and uh, yes we we have tr truly enjoyed working with with cyber grants and and really partnering with you guys for more than a year now so we're we're very fortunate um yes and i would say you know close to two years ago we actually um started a a pretty exciting journey when when it came to our employee engagement practice and really looking at the landscape of technology we had in-house and a lot of our technologies, as, as, as maybe many of the folks that are watching might, might be familiar with, a lot of our technologies were a little bit siloed. Um, so, you know, when you look at volunteerism, we had a specific kind of portal technology for, for that that was, uh, you know, homegrown with the help of, 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 of a technology company as well. Um, separate technology for employee giving, separate for, for some of the other pieces such as grants management. So we really took a stand um, to create a one-stop shop experience in partnership with, with you guys. And, and after a fairly extensive research exercise, obviously made the decision to move forward with cyber grants. So what we're creating and have been creating for the last year is really this one-stop shop destination for our employees where everything and anything that's community related or community impact related takes place within this, this construct, right? So we've, we're lovingly calling our cyber grants instance, My Impact. Mm -hmm. And within My Impact, not only are we spanning across all of our brands, so Comcast, NBC, as well as Universal Orlando, but are also integrating all of the pieces of functionality that an employee would want to, uh, to look at when it comes to community impact. So volunteerism, employee giving and, and all of the year round experiences as well, board service. And I would also say another piece that's fairly unique to us and, and you know, in, in working with, with you guys, we've been able to, um, to put a dent in is our engagement around our employee resource groups. So at, at Comcast, we have more than 30,000 employees that are part of our employee resource groups. Um, and our ERG members are by far the most engaged when it comes to all of our programs. 
Um, so what we've been able to do with the help of, of the Cyber Grants team is to integrate ERG event management within the same My Impact portal so that the employee in the end of the day truly comes to a one-stop shop portal, one-stop shop experience where every action they're taking that is impacting the community is measured, tracked, and, and, and taken within this one portal. And then on the back end, of course, the excitement of that is the, the data, right? The beauty of the data, integrated data. So then we're able to actually um, speak of the stories and the impact that our employees are having. That's that's great. Yeah, and I know the ERGs has been such a success um, with your organization and, and it kind of cultivating that in one place. Um, how do you think that this uh, strategy kind of pulling everything together is going to evolve into the future? Um, I know you had mentioned, you know, you've, you've had you know, more traditional campaigns in the past. Um, how are your programs evolving as you're continuing to kind of consolidate into one place? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say the evolution, you know, even with, with COVID, unfortunately, right, the silver lining there was that we all in, in the CSR community have had to, to pivot and recreate what employee engagement looked like. Um, so I'd say the change has already started and the change is here to stay and we'll continue to see it into 2021. But uh, one, one huge uh, in, you know, initiative that, that our company prides ourselves on is our volunteerism initiative, which um, you know, it's called Comcast Cares. And, and typically over the years, we would always um, kind of spin off incredible amounts of, of in-person volunteerism projects throughout the country. So just to give you a sense of the scale of this program, uh, in 2019 alone, we had 120,000 uh, volunteers throughout the country plus 23 other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was about 1,500 projects altogether within the a time frame of about six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a sense of, of kind of the scale and, and really the passion and engagement of our employees where not only do employees come out and, and, and volunteer, but their friends and family do as well. So it's really been kind of that community feel um, and, and our employees uh, pride themselves on really uh, loving loving Comcast Cares and participating. Mm-hmm. So this year with, with COVID, we actually unfortunately had to cancel Comcast Cares. Um, so we quickly pivoted to it, to virtual options, right? And looking at what is available in the space that could still give employees a meaningful virtual experience. And and I would say, you know, in the first few weeks and throughout the summer after COVID, uh, we've had a lot of employee interest around what, what, what can I do to help and how, how, how can I help? And in some cases, how can I help virtually? Right. Um, So we put together a portfolio of of several virtual uh, volunteerism options and quickly pivoted that way. Um, and, and at that point, what, what technically happened was more of a year-round experience, right? So instead of really honing in and focusing in on a particular time frame, we wanted to make sure that employees feel comfortable to volunteer virtually on a year-round basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that piece has, you know, has has been fairly successful. I would say we haven't seen as, as as high numbers as we typically do with Comcast Cares because they're very, very different engagement levels. Um, but we have had a, a healthy number of, of employees engage virtually. Obviously, you know, curating those experiences 
is, is another muscle, right, that we, we are all building. Um, mm-hmm. And even as we look into 2021 and creating what 21 may look like, you know, those those types of experiences are very much top of mind for us. Um, I would say the other piece that we're honing in on and, and focusing on is around skills-based engagement. Yeah. Um, and we know that this is a time when, you know, you can you can definitely, especially look, looking at the different persona groups of our employee workforce, um, you can definitely tap into those um, those experiences and skill sets. So that is one of the areas that we're looking to 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 grow into and uh, and and make a lot more of those options available for our employees and almost um, looking at it as a matchmaking experience. Right. So how do you match? employee skill sets and expertise with community needs and then making sure that those projects take place. So, so those are all pieces uh, that, that, that have kind of forced us to shift. Um, and frankly, you know, it all goes right back to hearing from our employees and asking our employees for, for their feedback. And, and, and a lot of the feedback that our employees are giving is actually driving our future strategy too. That's great. To touch on the virtual opportunities, I know a lot of organizations are, how do we pivot? How do we cultivate uh, opportunities that are virtual for our employees who want to help and want to get involved? How did you guys do that so quickly? And, and what advice would you give for those trying to spin up a similar program? Yeah, absolutely. And I would say it's very much still a, a work in progress and a loving work in progress, right? Because the, the types of virtual opportunities um, you know, pop up every every other day, and I think it's it's a, it definitely takes a little bit of a kind of thoughtfulness around curating the experience. But I would say, um, you know, a couple of, of of key areas that we've looked at include looking at what are those partners that we may already have, uh, that we may have already worked with that are already starting to spin off virtual engagement opportunities. So for us, obviously, national partners like the United Way, the National Red Cross, these are massive organizations that are uh, tackling the same exact challenge that all of us as organizations have as well. Mm-hmm. So, so staying close with organizations as, as, such as those, and, and of course, uh, uh, the list keeps growing, um, is, is one approach that, that we took. Uh, from a curation perspective, obviously doing a little bit of kind of quality management and making sure that that there's a good, impactful um, result out of that particular event is another piece that that we have taken taken a good hard look at. Um, making sure that everything is trackable and managed uh, was another piece that, of course, in working with with you guys, uh, we, we've been able to. Um, to spin off because in many cases you're sending employees to other virtual options, right? So you're sending your employees outside of your in, internal kind of uh, product or, or channel. Um, so making sure that there's a way to track and measure that data coming back that then helps solidify any of your strategy moving forward and making sure that, uh, you know, one, one, once we we're aware of what our employees have enjoyed in the first Kind of set of, of, of uh, virtual options helped us uh, continue to evolve that list of virtual opportunities. That's great. I know that's top of mind for so many organizations right now is how do we build this, this yeah. list of ways for our employees to get involved around, you know, we talked a lot of here about 
employee feedback being kind of pivotal to how you're launching these programs and, and evolving those. How uh, how did you solicit employee feedback? And I'm sure that's a, a loaded question. Um, was yeah. it a survey? How, how did you do it? How did you analyze yeah. information? Absolutely. And I would say we've, we, we've, we've really been honing in and focusing on, on employee feedback now for a couple of years. So uh, even when we made the original decision to move forward with, with our partners at CyberGrants and really building this one-stop shop, that was a result of a lot of the employee feedback as well. So uh, we employed a couple of different tactics. Um, you know, one, one, one piece that was a lot of fun for our team was, was kind of ourselves as the CSR, the Community Impact Employee Engagement Team, kind of turning ourselves almost into a mini consulting shop internally, right? And we said there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to, to run a mini internal discovery process. Um, where we're interviewing employees and hosting focus group sessions. Um, so we had a series of focus group sessions uh, pertaining to the different audiences. So when you kind of take a look at the broad workforce and po employee population, um, you can pretty easily slice and dice that employee population into a couple of persona groups, right? So for us, you've got our headquarters areas here in Philadelphia, with a big contingent of technology employees. And these are the employees within our technology innovation sides of the house with a heavy engineering background. So an engineer might care about something quite different than maybe a frontline worker that is that, that loves and appreciates kind of hands-on volunteerism. So we partitioned our, our employee population into several focus group um, sections. Um, and then had a conversation, solicited feedback around most of our programs and, and then received that feedback. Um, the other piece I would say is take senior leadership engagement. So we've had a, a series of, of senior leader interviews and conversations to, to make sure that we are hearing not only our employees' voices, but our senior leadership team's voices as well. Um, and then, of course, uh, surveying, right? So we have a pretty robust intranet product uh, at Comcast, so we're able to leverage that product as a channel um, to do some quick pulse surveys over the years to uh, ask employees some fairly brief targeted questions. And, and those, as you can imagine, uh, can uh, you know take about two minutes to, to complete, so fairly low lift. And then separate from that, we also partnered with our human resources organization and did a company-wide survey. Um, and uh, just a fairly large representative um, uh, sample um, where we had a, a lot of really great uh, em employee traction and feedback on very targeted questions again. So, you know, from a volunteerism perspective, employee giving you name and board service. Um, so those are just a couple of the channels. Uh, I'd say they're tried and true. And, and you know, every time you, you get to hear from, from employees, whether it's focus groups or surveys, um, it's always golden, golden data to, to help shape the future. That's great. And how long did that process take initially, just for folks looking to do something similar? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, 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 it differs. And I would also say that it is a, a process that never ends. So right. we're still we're 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 still um, looking at employee feedback and continuing to get employee feedback, um, but I would say that that initial kind of heavier discovery phase took about two months. So just to pivot there really quickly and and, and stay sort of on some of the topics we we've re uh, previously covered, 
So on the virtual and the volunteer opportunities, how should nonprofits, um, how have they submitted them to you? Has it been through what, what channels? How have you engaged with them? Um, have you reached out to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, on a regular basis, work with hundreds of nonprofits on, 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 on a yearly basis. So typically uh, around Comcast Cares, right, that's the traditional volunteerism experience. You're looking at, at, at close to a thousand organizations that we're working with in, in some cases, right? So we have a an already existing repertoire of partners where there's already that communication kind of taking place. Um, so I would say that's been probably the, the primary way in which uh, we, we've heard of this opportunities from, from our nonprofits. Um, and in other way, in, in, in other ways, we've actually, we, we've also reached out and, and casted the net and said, what is out there? Um, and there were actually a couple of opportunities that were above and beyond our, our uh, national partner repertoire that we put in front of our employees. Um, so it's been a, a nice two-way two-way conversation. That's great. Great. So I guess going back to the community engagement strategy um, and employee engagement strategy, you know, what advice would you give companies that are, you know, outside of obviously the data is a huge part of that. Other food for thought around how, how to do this and, and how to continue to evolve, you know, programs that are in place today? Yeah, I would say probably the the, the biggest piece is listening, hearing the pulse of your employees and listening to their feedback. And, um, you know, we've been able to make some certain shifts within our program portfolio because we've asked our employees what is it that they care about and what, frankly, what are their expectations as far as the changes that are coming down the pike? We know our workforce is shifting. So, you know, I think in the U.S., by the end of this year, I think we'll be at 50% millennial within the workforce. And don't quote me on the exact number because it changes every day. <laughs> um, but it's a huge, substantial uh, uh, amount of, of kind of the workforce collectively um, in the United States. And what we do know is that the millennials have different expectations than baby boomers did, for instance. Um, and what we also know is that there is this, appetite for additional flexibility and choice and kind of making sure that they can make a personal impact in their community. Um, and, and, you know, I can't overemphasize the choice and flexibility ask. And the, the reason we're, we're aware of that is because we asked our employees, what are the things that you care about mm -hmm. um, that we, we should consider? And so, for instance, uh, you know, we, we now have a matching gift program. Um, across the, the two, two brands, uh, all in response to employees' feedback. Um, we're morphing and shifting our volunteerism strategy all in response to our employee feedback. Um, so I'd say listening to your workforce and really asking your employees for, for their feedback. The other piece that's a, a key to a key ingredient um, to, to success is always good stakeholder and leadership engagement and, and buy-in. And uh, every time you have kind of a, a, a healthy, nice dose of feedback from employees um, and great ideas coming coming from employees that are really backed by data, mm -hmm. um, it, it always helps to have those conversations with senior leadership and, and get that buy-in, right? So it's a nice kind of uh, 360 experience of hearing hearing from every area of your business. That's great. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, choice is, is, I think, a common theme across many organizations. So it's exciting to see um, that align with what you're hearing from your employees. 
moving on, I guess, to future vision as we're talking about kind of advice. What is your what is your approach for 2021, knowing the pandemic uh, continues to affect our lives uh, in so many ways? And, you know, knowing volunteerism is, is such a huge program in the spring. What are you thinking about for next year? How is 2021 evolving on your side? Absolutely. And and what we while while it's all a work in, in, in progress, and I think we're all figuring this out um, together. Um, you know, I would say there's no silver bullet as a, a as of yet for, for an answer there. Um, I would say there are a couple of knowns, right? There are a few there are a lot of unknowns, but there are a couple of knowns. And mm-hmm. one known I, I think we can safely say is that next year we'll will not look anything like 2019, right? So when okay. we look at our 2019 engagement, um, we know that was more of what we call a traditional engagement model. Um, what we do know is e- even though there will be advancements as, as we all hope, right? With vaccines and, and, and therapeutics, et cetera, um, we can pretty much bank that 2021 will be unlike, unlike the normal, right? So the, it's not like normal is coming back to normal in 2021. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of it is coming back, but but we know that there is a big kind of there there's still a big uncertain uncertainty out there. Um, so with that, uh, I think it's fairly safe to assume that virtual is here to stay. Mm-hmm. And even if things go back to normal on some capacity, um, there's still going to be uh, appetite and need for a virtual experience. So that's definitely one area that we're taking a hard look at, and we realize that we will need to continue to to lean in on um, and continuing to build that repertoire of virtual volunteerism opportunities. Um, and, and of course, the other piece is really looking at how do we harness the skill sets of our employees. So skills-based opportunities are a nice way of leaning into virtual experiences mm-hmm. in a way that's meaningful not only to the beneficiary or the recipient, but also to the employee. So really looking at how do you harness those skills of our employees uh, to help nonprofit organizations or other beneficiaries within the community. So I'd say those are two two areas that we're we're definitely taking a hard look at. Um, We will be extremely cautious around the safety of our employees. and, and, And so far from a volunteerism perspective, our recommendation is still very much 100% virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, so you know the safety and security of our employees and frank and frankly our communities and our partners yeah. is of utmost importance. Um, so we'll 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 know that uh, those are key areas for us to focus on as we're planning next year. And uh, but I would definitely stress the fact that I think we're all figuring this out, and and I know many of us are having the same conversations as we speak. Um, and, you know, I would love to, to hear from this group eventually as well, uh, kind of how, how is everyone else tackling this type of conversation? Because we, I think we'll all get a, a positive outcome if we work together and there may be, you know, innovative ideas that some, some of us have where we can kind of share, share those best practices. So um, definitely an evolving conversation. No, that's great. And it is. It's uh, it's going to look much different than what we're talking right now than, than what it's going to be. So excited to see what happens. Do you have any last advice in terms of next year or how you're thinking about any anything, you any last tips, I guess, uh, as we're, we're kind of all navigating this this time? Yeah, that, that's a great question. I mean, I would say 
flexibility has been the name of the game this year and and will continue to be next year as well. And I, and I know on, on my team, I, I have some very, very strong, fantastic leaders and uh, we've pivoted 200 times, right, the, the, this yeah. year. And, and I think uh, flexibility is the name of the game and, and uh, being nimble and, and open and excited to kind of roll with the change, um, I would say has been a, a big plus. And, and um, I definitely envision that continuing into 2021. Um, listening to our employees is more important now than ever. I know we talked about this already, but um, listening to our employees, um, taking that feedback and putting it into action yeah. um, is more important than ever. And, and I think creating that open conversation with your workforce is, is critical. And mm-hmm. I think we're at, at the opportune time and, and, and moment where there, there's so much passion and so much uh, good that can come out of this conversation that that that's really an imperative that's great yeah it's definitely an interesting time to be in this space and there is so much good that's happening so um uh, alice thank you so much for your time thank you everyone for joining today thank you lisa appreciate it you've been listening to the impact empowered podcast the show that empowers you to make an incredible impact for more information on how you can make incredible happen please visit our website at www.cybergrants.com.